I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and I'm your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life, and activate your chakras. Today, we are getting spiritually intimate with Angie Crowder and Blair Dreesen. They're the founders of Spiritually Intimate, which is a podcast, a brand, and a platform for unfiltered woo-woo goodness. And they're also the masterminds behind the bra that has a little compartment in it for crystals. That's one of the things they've created and I'm so obsessed with it. They're seriously so fabulous and today they're giving so many tips for you guys to get more intimate and intentional with your vibrations as well as with your body and your business. These babes really cover it all from spirituality to life to sex to love to career and we're talking about why you should write your vagina a love letter and shake your ass in the morning. So I mean you don't want to miss this one guys. I was on their podcast actually. And that's where I got discovered by the producer for my TV show. So this was a divine connection for sure. And I just freaking love them. Speaking of my TV show, guys, I don't know if you've been catching up with me on the gram. Go follow me at Chakra Girl Co. Because there's a lot of exciting things happening there. But we filmed a sizzle, which is like a 2.5 minute episode slash trailer, basically to start pitching the idea. And oh my God, it was so effing fun. We went to Justine Marjan's house. She showed us all her woo-woo ways. I gave her some manifesting tips, so I can't wait to share it with you guys. Um, But yeah, the TV show, we're getting there. We'll hopefully start pitching it soon. Guys, 
I'm so excited. Um, I'm in Palm Springs ATM with my husband working on vacation. You know me. And I just finished hosting a retreat, which was basically just a girl's trip with a lot of drinking, a lot of working. I was actually on a pool floaty flamingo situation, helping my high level clients plan out how they're going to be making a million dollars and becoming famous this year. So if you want to call that work, I mean, go for it, but it was just a good time. Um, I mean, I got paid for it, so I guess it's work. Okay, let's get into the shocker tip, guys. Have you tried breath work? And I'm not talking about just like little breathing exercises. Breath work is this insane breathing technique. There's a lady named Gwen Dittmar. You need to follow her on Instagram. And she came to my retreat and she facilitated a breathwork session. I actually feel like I may have spoken about her on the podcast before because breathwork is the most wild thing. So essentially you breathe so deeply with this technique that rather than only using 20% of your brain, you're accessing 80% of your brain. So you get these insane downloads and visions and... It's seriously so wild. So I had this vision where my husband and I were like in this green orb of light holding a lotus flower and floating into the sky. And I'm really hoping that the lotus flower does not represent a baby anytime soon. Um, But it's really just crazy. So whatever is like blocking you or holding you back, it just kind of helps you release what it is and get clear on what it is and get clear on how you want to move forward with the things that you want. And every time you do it, you're going to have a different experience, but it is crazy. So I highly suggest see if there's a facilitator in your area. If not, Gwen Dittmar does uh, sessions online as well. So no matter where you are, you can do it. I want you guys to try it and let me know how it goes. Okay. Chakra shout out today is for this website that is like creepy accurate when it comes to doing a numerology reading for you. It's called Teledipity. So it's like T-E-L-E-D-I-P-I-T-Y. And we'll, we'll link you guys in the show notes. It's literally just teledipity.com. Um, but you enter in, I think it's just like your birth date and the city you were born and your name, something like that. I don't even know if you need the city you were born. And it gives you the most wild reading about who you are and what's going on in your life and what's going to happen next. And I literally was like, are they stalking my Google searches? Like, how do they know this stuff? (laughs) It's literally crazy and so accurate. Even my husband was like, um, this is creepy. Like they know so much, but so if you want a good creep out moment, you want to dig deep into your numerology go check out Teledipity. All right, guys, let us get into this magical episode with these magical babes. Here we go. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with two babes, Andrea Crowder and Blair Dreesen. They are the founders of Spiritually Intimate, which is a podcast, a brand, and a platform for unfiltered, unsupervised, and possibly unsubstantiated conversations about when spirituality meets life, love, sex, and career. The Spiritually Intimate podcast is for women who boldly pursue love, success, and a higher vision of life for themselves and those that they influence. And it's totally amazing, guys. I was just on it. So check that out. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Andrea and Blair. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming, ladies. I'm excited to chat with you guys. So like I said, I was just on their podcast. They're amazing. We went deep and it was fabulous. So let's see if we can recreate some magic here. Let's get into our slumber party questions. Ladies, tell us about your daily rituals. 
I'll start. Um, so my daily ritual doesn't look consistent every single day. It's just that I do have a daily ritual. I set the intention mm-hmm. of checking in with myself to see what is going. It's like a fun game to see how fast I can get into alignment before I start my work. So we have a core company value at Spiritually Intimate that we always are in alignment before we take action. Mm-hmm. So we'll happily cancel meetings if somebody's out of alignment because we just know it's always in the best interest. So I play a game of like climbing up in frequency and then I start my Um, whatever I need to get done for business or life that day. So sometimes that looks like meditation. A lot of times it looks like playing with my puppy. Um, Mm -hmm. I love listening to podcasts. My brain, I really like stimulating my brain in the morning. I like movement. I love sound and dance. Sometimes that looks like driving for a cup of coffee and just like belting out, you know, whatever. Like sometimes it's Whitney Houston or like whatever is going to raise my vibes. So yeah, a lot of, it's so inconsistent, but like whatever it takes basically to get into a state of feeling good and flow. I love it. Okay, Blair, what is your daily ritual? So a lot like Andrea in the sense of it's very much intuitively feeling into what I need each day. But for the most part, what is pretty consistent is once I get my son off to school, that's really my time of a good couple hours of just trying to be still sit by my favorite places, like right by my fireplace. Like I joke around, like if you need me, that's where I live. Like I just sit by my fireplace. My happy place. It is my happy place. I'm drinking my celery juice. I'm having, you know, my lemon water. I'm drinking, you know, my I'm getting ready for the day. I'm journaling. I'm doing card pulls. I'm meditating, visualizing. And I can be there for like two, three hours. But I think for me especially, um, I'm a projector. I really need that time for myself to just really be with me. And so I used to judge it a lot that I would sit there for like two, three hours and people would be like, what are you doing with your day? That's so lazy. And I was like, no, that's what really fuels me and what makes me feel really good. And even still, like sometimes it's, I just take the entire day to be what some might call lazy, Mm -hmm. laying in bed, watching freaking The Bachelor or Grey's Anatomy (laughs) or doing those kinds of things. That's what feels good for me. And that's what I need to do. And I don't judge it anymore that other people might think it's me being lazy. That's how I get my creative juices flowing. And that's where I get the most um, inspiration, but also moving my body in ways that feel good. Sometimes it's slow, really like I have looked like a freak show, probably like it looked like I'm probably like having like a sexual dance on the floor, but I'm very much about moving my whole body in ways that feel intuitively right. And sometimes it's a lot of like pelvic movements and just kind of like grinding all around, which is why I'm like, probably look like a sex show going on. Um, and then I will shake my ass a lot to a lot of music. She's okay. listening to Whitney Houston. Need- I'm over here like doing DMX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a video tutorial of your body movement. Oh, oh just cool. follow her on Insta story. Okay. Like, she holds nothing back. It's amazing. Her <laughs> booty shaking skills are top notch. Okay. Well, we're going to need to show you guys this. (laughs) I say that's how you got, you have to manifest. Like when we were in the process of launching um, some of our hoodies, I was like shaking my ass and then we were having sales coming through. And I was like, the more I shake my ass, the more sales come through. So it's your back. Tearing out the root chakra and the sacral chakra. That's what you got to do. I love it. 
Okay, what are your go-to crystals? Mm. Selenite is probably my first because it just has that warm, melty, yummy feeling. Mm -hmm. It's funny because like a lot of the popular ones like rose quartz and amethyst, I don't use very often. Um, I love elite shungite because Mm -hmm. it's really, really, really good for protecting your energy. Um, And then I would say smoky quartz. Whenever I start, I'm such an achiever. I'm such a doer. And that's like part of what I need to learn is how that doing is really not doing. It's just being. And Mm -hmm. so when I start to get stressed and feel like I have to control too much, I go to the smoky quartz and just visualize like any of that need to control energy being absorbed into the stone. So I just hold it in my hand and let the stone take it from me. Mm, Good tip. I love that one. I'm definitely a selenite girl myself. I already have my selenite in my hand. I have this with me. I feel like all the time. That's mm-hmm. why I love it. It's like nice and round and I can hold it. And so I'm constantly playing with it. Um, lately it's been amethyst. And I think that's just because right now I've just been going through a lot of emotional shifts and I'm just like needing that extra little bit of Zen blanket, love, protection, calming. I've been laying and I have this big, nice chunky piece and just like putting it on my chest. And I'm just like, oh, it feels so good right now. <laughs> I just want all the amethyst in my life. I know. It's my favorite. It's literally my favorite. It just like, I don't know. I could just watch it sparkle all day. It's such a good one. Okay, guys, who are your favorite Kardashians? Mm. Oh, this is such a good question. <laughs> I would have to say if I wanted to hang with someone for a long extended period of time, it would probably be Chloe. Mm. I just feel like she's mm-hmm. willing to cut loose and have the most fun. Yes. yes. Yeah. Chloe. See, and and that's funny because I feel like that would be the same thing for me to go hang out would be with Chloe. But I think now I have to say I'm going to go with the momager, Kris Jenner. Yes. Even we joke around that as me being a projector, that's essentially what I am. I'm the momager. I'm the Kris Jenner of the world. And the more and more that I have stepped into that, I'm like, man, I just would love to go hang out with her for a day and see how she is managing and helping support all those different energies within that family and that dynamic. Yes. I would like her to adopt me. Do you think (laughs) she's down for it? (laughs) (laughs) I bet there's a long line for that. Probably. (laughs) Probably. So what is something that you guys indulge in that you think good spiritual people don't do? A lot of F words. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't believe in assigning meaning to a word. I believe in assigning a frequency to it. So if yes. you send any low frequency word at me, whether it's fuck or shoot or anything, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm going to respond differently depending on the frequency, not the actual word. So I, I would it. say cuss words. Good. Love it. It does have to do a lot with the fact that I think they put themselves in a certain box. They think Mm -hmm. they have to look a certain way or speak a certain way or do a certain way in order for them. I don't know, either it's to be more connected spiritually and what they think they have to do or what they think other people are going to connect deeper with them if they're showing up in a certain way. And I think what I've really been absorbing a lot for me myself is just being very much in my truth, no matter what that looks like and not caring. Like Andrew says, if I say fuck or my opinions don't match what other people's opinions are, that's fine. That's not my job is to match what everybody else or what society says I should match. Mm, I love that. So kind of like not feeling like you have to put on the spiritual facade of being everyone's guru and just being real and doing you. 
Yes. Can we talk about that um, DM that you got the other week? Do you want to bring that Me? up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell like, yeah, that was an interesting DM that I received. I think it was definitely coming from, it triggered me at first. I had gotten a message when I had kind of stepped into my truth and I had talked about, I think sometimes I feel like that there's a misconception that People, I, I don't think they're they're really doing the work. Sometimes they're emotionally bypassing or spiritually bypassing versus really diving deeper. And I was kind of speaking about that, and I had received a message of it coming across, or that I was coming across in a negative way, and that I was basically shaming other people or sounding like I was better than them in some way. And at first, it triggered me, and I was like, wait a second, this is triggering me because I'm standing in my truth and I'm speaking, and it triggered somebody else to say something to me, and that's okay. I genuinely at first thought it was coming from a place of love, and maybe she was trying to, but it started getting, the conversation started moving to a place that then I kind of like, that's where I kind of lean in and I ask other of my spiritual homies and I, <laughs> I message Andrea and I'm like, am I seeing this wrong? Maybe I'm seeing this wrong <laughs> because it started to feel almost like I was starting to be attacked. And I was like, mm-hmm. are you been doing the exact very thing that you were saying I was doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was- it was funny because she specifically used the word elitist towards Blair. Mm -hmm. And if you guys know Blair already, you know, that's not true. But if you don't, she's literally the person that like, when you meet her, she's going to hug you. Like we call her Blair bear. She's like a (laughs) fucking bear bear. Like she like, just like shoots her heart right out into your body. And I'm like, I can't even begin to comprehend in my fucking human brain, how somebody would ever associate the word elitist and Blair Bear. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, like at the end of the day, this person was clearly triggered by right. what she was saying because they weren't doing the work. Right. And were, you know, wanted to like lash out because they felt guilty about their own doing. So yeah. fuck them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I actually got a DM once. Um, it was like a weekend. I was like posted a picture of my wine and then like posted a picture. I don't know. I, I like went out for dinner two days in a row and was like posting photos of like my food and there was like wine on the table. And I had someone message me saying that it was irresponsible to promote alcoholism and that, um, you know, you can't, you know, spiritual people should be sober and all of this. And I was like, Oh my oh God. And I replied and I said, actually, you know, I think it's responsible to show people that you can have balance and that you can, you know, be both, you know, that's what my platform's all about. And then, you know, it just, yeah, spun out and, you know, it got into her being offensive and I was like, okay, I can't with this. But then she actually apologized two days later and was like, she said she, I guess, was sober because she had an alcohol problem. So it triggered her into like a fear of feeling of like guilt and shame. And she had to take it out, you know, on me. And um, yeah, it was, it was just kind of like a wild thing, but I totally know what you mean because it's so easy to get triggered by what other people think and say about you. Cause it's like directly to you and like offending you. But at the end of the day, it's never actually about you. It's actually right. about them. So my girlfriend has the best response when she has people sending her, you know, hate DMS or whatever yeah. she had posted. It was very similar. Actually. She was posting about eating a cheeseburger and somebody was like, it's not spiritual if you eat animals and oh, like yeah. you should be vegan and like all this. And she goes, 
you know what's lower frequency than me? Judgment. Exactly. <laughs> that was all she had to say. Exactly. Mike dropped. <laughs> Mike dropped. I love it. So you hear you heard it first. Like your haters are just upset at themselves. So send them love. We wish them well. And also yes. fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about spiritually intimate. Obsessed with that name. Tell us what does spiritually intimate mean to you guys? <sighs> um, okay. So Blair, kind of the background story is 2017, Blair and I were going through kind of a like death of ego um, rebirth and awakening and all things at the same time. And that's actually very, very painful year for both of us. And so through that, of course, I was felt naturally like I needed to, to lean more into spiritual rituals. And by towards the end of the year, after I started feeling like myself again, but a new me, um, I realized, okay, I needed to create a brand that gave spiritual rituals to people in a way that was simplified because I think there's a lot of convoluted information, a lot of convoluted misinformation out there. Um, and also in a way that felt digestible. And I think your brand is so much like that too. It's like digestible. It's, um, it's current. Like it, and I, I swear to you, like God clearly said to me, spirituality needs a rebrand get on it. Mm, I love <laughs> that. Um, because so much, like if you start to Google, you know, certain rituals, like there's some stuff out there that feels dark and scary. And it's like, that's not actually what a lot of is meant to be. And so I wanted to create something that was beautiful and experiential and supportive to you when you're feeling um, kind of alone and your shit. And so Blair was unbeknownst to me going through a lot of the same stuff. And um, we ended up in Mexico over probably a lot of booze and <laughs> talking and, and Blair's husband was actually the one who was the connector because Blair was doing the same thing. She was creating a new company and wasn't going to tell me like we've been friends for years and was not going to fucking say anything. I'll let her tell that story, but <laughs> her, her I husband, still haven't gotten over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it was, it's the best story because I feel like it's so much value to teach to teach other people. So, um, but her husband was the one that was basically like elbowed her and is like, tell Andrea what you're up to right now. So she opened her face and that was that it was, um, it was obviously a very synchronistic divine meeting in that moment. And then you guys decided at that point, like, let's do something together or how did that evolve? Not in that moment. No. I'll let you t- tell it, Blair. So like Andrea was saying, we were obviously going through these same things together. And pro- several months before we went on this trip, we had both had the, the same idea, right? And I started working on it and I started developing the idea. And Spiritually Intimate was a, a name that actually had came to me during this process because for me, while I was going through this immense shedding process and awakening process, for me, spirituality is so intimate. It's so personal. It is really about getting very deeply connected into yourself and your own intuition and what feels right for you. It's the truest form of intimacy you can experience. And the idea that we had had together was a bralette that would essentially have pockets in it that would hold your crystals close versus as me and Andrea have lost crystals and many a times, mm-hmm. toilets broken, lost, wherever they go. These, this was something that we had developed separately, thought about. And I started getting the prototype together, had a lady create it for me. 
and I brought it to Mexico and I had every intention. See, Andrea's like, she's never going to tell me. I had every intention (laughs) to share with her. But when it came to the moment of me actually sharing my idea, the fear really took hold. I started to freak out and panic and I started listening to ego brain and I started leaning into the fear and I was like, nobody needs to see this. Oh, I just know I'm, I'm not ready. Or I, I just, I started to get flipped out. And that's when my husband was like, no, like, this is a great idea. You know, you need to share it with Andrea. Like she's going to love this idea. And so he was like elbowing me in the pool after many drinks. And so then that's when I blurted everything out to her. And she was just like, uh, I have the exact same idea. And, and at like, first it was not oh. like, Hey, let's join up and be team members. It was like, uh, I don't want to make this awkward, but I just want to let you know, I'm working on the same thing. So yeah. don't take it personally that like, we're doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want you to think like, I'm trying to take your idea or like, I don't honor, like there's plenty of market space for both of us. That was how that ended at that moment. It wasn't until I got home where I ended up reaching out to her and being like, because what happened for me actually was I was trying to find somebody to make me a prototype and I kept getting doors closed in my face, obviously mm-hmm. divine delays. And so, so many people would either tell me no, or people would just not even respond to me. And I'm like, I don't think you guys understand, like nobody has done this yet and everybody wants it. Anybody who's into crystals wants this problem solved for them. They're tired of their crystals breaking or getting flushed on the toilet or losing them or whatever. And so it was just so perfect that she had someone, even though actually we ended up not using her and like a company has evolved so much from like what was probably going to be a little Etsy shop to now a global fucking brand. So like yeah. it definitely evolved very, very, very quickly. But um, I was the one who reached out to her and it was like, do you happen to want to partner on this? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, so back to like the meaning of spiritually intimate Blair, you were talking about how it's such like an inward thing. What are the steps that you took to get more intimate with yourself in this big shift and this big transition when you were flipping out, you know, afraid to like go out there and make this business happen? How did, what did that inward deep dive look like for you? And what are the tangible steps that you can share? So for me, it started with one meditation I think that was the one thing that really started allowing me to sit with my thoughts and kind of start opening up that door with my subconscious brain to really just kind of let things start to come through and to start allowing for deeper downloads to be received. And I really started journaling a lot and really just started having that conversation more with my subconscious brain and really started listening to a lot of the fears and the things that were coming up versus not really paying attention to them because a lot of people are just kind of going throughout their day very much on autopilot. And Mm -hmm. so I just started becoming more aware of the thoughts that were coming in and started addressing them versus judging them and Mm -hmm. started learning how to shift it into love and started to heal them. So I was doing a lot of like inner child healing work and visualization work. I was doing a lot of like breath and body work. There's like a lot of different things that I was integrating at that time, but it really essentially came down to becoming more aware of the thoughts that were coming in, not judging them and just finding more ways to love myself through the process so that I could further heal Mm -hmm. the the things that were coming up. 
That's so beautiful. And then by virtue of you guys taking this obviously divinely planned, you know, co-creation together, how did you guys experience growth as individuals? So how do you guys balance the teaching with the products? Uh, we put the teaching in all the products. Actually. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like that is so, I mean, it's so intertwined altogether. Mm-hmm. I don't even look at it like I'm having to balance it in any mm-hmm. way because it just all goes together so fluidly, like for us. Well, so we you literally have- sew the teaching into the products because they all have like affirmations. All of our products will say, wear me when you want to feel. Mm. Um, so we'll in the tags. So we have bralettes that will be coming. We had a manufacturer divine delay, and then we have active wear, which will be coming in the spring. And all of the tags will say, wear me when you want to feel. So we're teaching people to step into the feeling that they want to project, which is what, of course they will put out into the quantum field and then get back to them. So it's mm. literally sewn into every piece of clothing that we're going to sell, except for our hoodies. Cause those are like our first launch, but that will be coming. Yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit more. How can we, aside from wearing your amazing products, how can we step into what we want to project? First, it starts with deciding what you want. So you have to have clarity around what it is that you want. And I know you talk about that and you know, you're the way that you kind of break the different chakras down, but getting that clarity, knowing what it is that you desire. And then, um, as you start to think about the feeling that it would be to have that, that's really what we're trying to teach people is like, we're teaching people to step into the feeling and how does it feel to already have the thing? How does it feel to, um, and then of course our brand, like we do it in a very, very playful way. Cause we want to take the seriousness out of what you want people to relax a little bit, let go of the control. So we, um, make our, all of our different affirmations, very playful and silly, um, my husband actually is one of our copywriters. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he came up with one of the tags for, for our rose quartz bra that says, wear me when you want to feel love, give fear a wrong number. So it's oh, just like little ways of getting people to like laugh a little bit, release some endorphins. It starts with first stating what you want and knowing how it would feel to already have it and then stepping into that. I love that. I love that. And I just kind of like, you know, by doing that, you kind of get into ritual with it. So, you know, knowing every single day, okay, what feeling do I want to step into Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing whatever you have to do to get there. Um, so I love that. That's so amazing. And essentially, I mean, that's what a lot of our, our products are there for. It's kind of like that anchor. I mean, some of our products are going to be, um, really supporting you and your frequencies. We, with our sports, uh, line, or athleisure line, we were just sharing this on one of our last podcasts. We are going to literally have tags, metal tags that will be strategically placed throughout the garments that will be frequency infused and lined up with certain meridian points to better help align you physically. Mm. Andrea likes to call it an aura condom, which is (laughs) basically what it's going to (laughs) be. That is amazing. Which is amazing. You're welcome world. (laughs) (laughs) But it's essentially too, is getting people to anchor things in, right? It's people, they put on the hoodie. We have our vibe speak louder than words hoodie. And we get messages all the time. I'm just wearing the hoodie and they're just being more aware and they're being more mindful and they're setting those intentions because when they put the hoodie on, they're just like, 
this is the intention. This is the vibe I want to feel today. And that's essentially what we want to do is get people to understand that they have a choice every single day and how they want to feel and how they want to show up. That is their choice. And at any time, they can shift back into alignment throughout mm-hmm. the day. And having those pieces that we get to provide for them and make it so fun is, I think, what is really going to rebrand spirituality and make it so much funner and make it simpler for people to make those shifts and mm-hmm. be more conscious. So with spirituality before the rebrand, how you know how it can be a little bit stuffy and a little bit rigid, and you guys are really making it like sexy and bold and fun. So I want to know, what is your wildest sexiest spiritual ritual or tip that you guys have for the audience? I would say my favorite manifesting technique is to co-create manifestations during orgasm with your husband. Yes. Yes. yes we love a favorite. good orgasm manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like, you're like getting off and you're like, are you picturing the yacht? Are you picturing the yacht? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm doing it. <laughs> I feel like Kyle would, he would be on board with these things because he would just be focusing on, but I'm getting laid more. I'm getting exactly. laid more. <laughs> yeah. Because me, for me, it's more like I'm doing it solo. It's my yeah. own orgasm, but it's me connecting in with my own Yoni, right? Yeah. And me getting comfortable with her and understanding like that is where I har- harness all that power. And women get so weird about them. They're like, they don't want to look at them. They don't want to touch them. They just want to ignore them essentially. And for me, especially since what I've been through, I had a hysterectomy two years ago or no, like three years ago now that really forced me to have to really start focusing on the wound within the womb and really get more connected in with that whole area down there way more so than I think I ever would have if I hadn't gone through that experience. Mm, I love that. So how can we start connecting to our cha-chas? I'm all about you just sit there and put your hand on it and just have you just breathe in and breathe out and literally like you see the like rose quartz energy, like going Mm -hmm. in and out. You could sit in front of a mirror and look at it. I wrote a love letter to my vagina. Oh, I love that. Vagina love letter. Yeah. I feel like she got a little abused maybe in certain situations. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, mine too. Mine too. <laughs> yeah, she needed a love letter, and to hear she was appreciated. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that vagina Amazing. love letters. I feel like and everyone still- needs to write their vagina love letters, and then come find us both on the spiritually intimate IG, and then on the Chakra Girl Co. IG, and let us know when you've written your vagina love. Yes, letter. Share yes please us. tag us in your Instagram yeah. vagina letters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> spread the word, guys. Yes, really. <laughs> this is going to be it. the best really hashtag ever. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Okay. So let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing they met we manifested and I'll go first. So meltdown this morning, I had hangover anxiety and I had no idea what was wrong, but I was like going over every single possible thing that I could be upset about and being like, no, there's literally actually nothing to be upset about. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to like free flow journal and like, see, like, maybe there's something that's bothering me that I'm not like, 
that's not coming to the surface. And I did this free flow journaling. I like put on some classical music and was in the bathtub and was just journaling and journaling and journaling. And what came off my pen was stop putting so much fucking energy on this. There's nothing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You are, it actually said you're feeding this by putting energy into this. Yeah. I was like, yeah, there's literally nothing wrong. It's literally that my body had sugar in it, which I, I usually don't do sugar. I love it when we try to make shit up. So I know no, I, put the, <laughs> I can find a problem in anything. <laughs> my brain is really good at that. Um, okay. Manifestation. My manifestation wasn't as much as the manifestation as it was my husband really picking up on the hints. But as I mentioned on your guys's podcast, I got my second Gucci belt, which I'm so happy about because I was my, just my first one was just too dressy. I needed a casual one. So I was tagging my husband in like pictures of belts and like sending him pictures and being like, do you like this belt? What do you think about it? Do you think it would look good on me? What do you think? (laughs) And he got the hint (laughs) and I got the Gucci belt. Well, that's the thing about manifestation is sometimes people sit there and they think it's all about like, oh, I'm just going to like think about this thing and get alignment. You got to take action. And there was the action, like the action. Yeah. You were showing him like, this is what I want. (laughs) Yeah. He and I co-created the manifestation. (laughs) okay ladies tell us about your last meltdown um mine was the week of christmas Mm. i got after i so i'm still running my network marketing business that's still like full-fledged running and then started spiritually intimate last year and then i was also approached by a company called sacred and asked to be the coo of that company as well which i couldn't say no to because they were in complete alignment with everything that we do at spiritually intimate they're very Mm. much like sister companies Um, But what I found myself doing was I got back into my old, very masculine approach to doing, and I got out of the good habits that I had created over the last couple of years and got into like the go, go, go. There's no time for rest. I can't sleep. Like I can't, I'm not supported. And like, I was really driving myself into the ground. And by Christmas week, it was more like we're relaxing and I just couldn't, it was Christmas day and my anxiety was so bad that I just kept like forcing myself to take naps because it was my only way of like coping. So what I realized was, um, through doing some work with one of my spiritual coaches, she helped me realize that like everything I had been creating was from a space of fear, not love, which Mm -hmm. has been that way my entire life because I grew up in a do this so that you don't make stepdad mad. And so it just created a a pattern that served me to create the business I had today, but not to create spiritually intimate. Spiritually intimate can't be built and be authentic in its brand and what it's meant to do if it's from that space of fear Mm -hmm. to make my root chakra feel better basically. Mm So, um, that was like a big, huge aha where I knew that I needed to get support in shifting all of the different fears that I had. So I used to actually make, not make fun, but I was like, that's not for me when it comes to like killing the childhood wounds. I'm like, you guys, like, let's not dig up shit that doesn't need to be dug up. Yeah. I realized that there was like a really different, beautiful way to approach that energetically um, at a vibrational standpoint, then more of like an emotional standpoint, which is what felt better to me. And it was actually just such a therapeutic and amazing way to approach it. So, so how did you clear it out vibrationally rather than emotionally? I used an energy coach. So mm, okay. um, 
Melissa Lapides, if you guys follow her on um, Instagram, she's my, uh, she's who I work with currently. I see her twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday morning. She's working on me on a vibrational standpoint, but she also has a psychology background. So she mm-hmm. has a master's um, in psychology. And so she's supportive to me in that route. But at the same time, like she can see, she can see energy. And so she can basically pinpoint where it is and help me move it at a vibrational level while I'm moving it and talking through it. And so she, she also gave me some like meditations of like, you know, where is that point where you started to feel unsafe? So I was eight years old. Okay. Like hang out with your eight-year-old self. How she feel? Like, will she let you give her a hug? No, my eight-year-old was pissed at me. She's mm-hmm. like, you left me. I was unsafe. Won't hug you. Won't even touch you. Won't even look at you. And I was like, this is awkward. Me having this like pretend conversation with my eight-year-old self. But what I realized was, is like, she needed attention. She needed for somebody to be like, Hey, it's safe now. I got your back. Mm-hmm. And so me doing that work of like the meditations and the visualizations, um, of just really kind of soothing my child self and mm-hmm. allowing her to feel more and more safe is creating now this foundation meltdown averted. Amazing. And so out of that, what did you manifest? Um, actually I manifested, uh, the new course that I'm going to be launching soon, which is the intention is to be like a conscious parenting type of experience. I don't like using that word because it still feels very like bland. So obviously mm-hmm. I'm going to rebrand it in a way that's like more exciting and fun mm-hmm. for the huge, but, <laughs> um, really to give people steps. And, and I'm so excited about it because I feel like it's not even in the normal wheelhouse of what I do business wise, but it's something that's just like purely a passion project. Mm. I don't care if it turns into this huge thing. Maybe no one will buy it. I don't know. I don't even care, but I feel like it just is like something in gestation that's going to have to be mm. birthed. And I'm so excited to see what comes out of it. Yay. Manifest it. I'd love it. And it's like so in alignment with you. And even though it's not in alignment with business necessarily, the way you're doing things now, it's in alignment with probably the biggest part of your life, which is being a mother. So yes, absolutely. Exciting. Okay. Blair, tell us about your last meltdown. Oh my God. I just had my last meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty intense. Um, I, Oh my gosh. It's like, how do I even like articulate all of this without it being like super fucking long, but (laughs) (laughs) right before the full moon energy, which I feel like this last full moon eclipse, I feel like everyone I know who is like pretty tapped in was going through some fucking epic shit. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. shedding like none other. Everybody's like, I have the spiritual flu. Like (laughs) it was not good. It was highly intense. But like right prior to that, I also had gotten news that a good friend of mine had killed himself. So Mm -hmm. I was already trying to process grief through my body on top of everything that just started coming through with the full moon and eclipse energy. And I just about lost my shit. It was like mm-hmm. every single fear you could possibly think of every struggle, every, everything that I've beat myself down for like all over the years, it just like all came flooding all at once. And it mm-hmm. felt extremely overwhelming and so lost and hopeless because I was just like, I got into a point where I was like, I just should just give up and not even do anything. It's way too fucking hard if I can't move through some of these things, I might as well just not even try anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the lesson that definitely was learned in that process was just recognizing that it's always a shedding and growing process. We're always going to, to shed and we're always going to grow. It's, 
never like all of a sudden one day you wake up and you're just like, oh, everything is fucking amazing. And I've healed every single fucking wound there is to heal. And now I never am going to be triggered by anything. It's like, we're always going to get triggered. We're always going to have to shed. We don't have to allow it to be this like really super ugly process, but we have to also understand that sometimes when it does get ugly, just to not judge it so much and not stress and let the fear take hold because everything that was coming out of me was all fear. It was not my soul voice. It was all the fear. I was really recognizing that my, as I'm doing all this inner work, my ex outer world is just reflecting what's going on on the inside. And I started watching that show freaking tidying up on yeah. Netflix, right? So good. <laughs> freaking love her and yeah. her approach to everything. Mm -hmm. And like, does this bring you joy? And yeah. it just was such a good reminder to me that that's essentially what we do. We take everything emotionally and we like shove it into a fucking room or a closet and then we yeah. want to ignore it. And then everything starts to clutter up in our life. And then we wonder why we feel so stressed because it's like, there's all this stuff going on in our environment that we're just choosing to ignore. And it's essentially mm -hmm. what I was doing in a lot of my inner work where there were things that were going on that I just wasn't being as aware and I, or I wasn't really doing the work as I was yeah. maybe prior. And so totally. as I was starting to be more aware of that and going there, I recognized like, well, fuck bitch, look around your house. Like there's some shit that needs to get decluttered. Mm -hmm. And as I started doing that, it was like, I was finding freaking gift card after gift card, like $50 to target all this stuff. Like money was just like flying out of everywhere. And I was like, oh shit, look what happens. Abundance fucking exactly. flying your way. The minute yeah. you start decluttering things out because abundance is all around us all the time. It's not something you create. It's already there. It's mm -hmm. already ready for you to tap into if you just start tapping into it. And the same thing went with this whole shedding process that I went through. The minute I just released out of this, like, oh, I'm not fucking good enough. I can't create anything. I started getting all these massive downloads for all these uh, different courses. Like, it's so funny that Andrea, you're like, I had a course. I'm like, of course you had a course because mm -hmm. I'm like, I started having... I've had courses in my head of different things that I've wanted to do. It's just never really fully come through. And in the mm -hmm. last couple of days, it's just like, I've gotten massive clarity on how I want the courses to look, what I want to do with them and how I want to um, start moving forward. Cause it was mm -hmm. literally just like a block that I was having. Yeah. And this totally goes to like what I was saying earlier about on your guys's podcast about what Shaman Dirk said about when you want to manifest something in their life, it's not about adding stuff in, it's about taking stuff out. So by physically taking stuff out, you manifested the right vibrational alignment to move forward. So I love that so much. And one thing I noticed too, is like, once you start decluttering and how you're saying that money and weight are one and the same, when I started decluttering, I actually started losing weight and like being more physically having more physical energy, working out more, um, you know, just being in more physical alignment in my body as well. And it's all fucking connected guys. <laughs> so connected. I've turned into a healing whore now. I was joking. With my <laughs> I was like, I was like, find a way to make me cry wherever there's stored emotion, find it in my yeah. body. Let's cry it out. Let's yeah, clear it out now. Like yeah. I don't have time to fucking waste. So let's just I would rather rip the bandaid off real fast yeah. and hard, make it hurt. Hey, everything really came full circle and we're all stepping into our alignment now. I love it. Oh, thank you guys so, so much. It's been so lovely to spend the morning with you or the afternoon with you. It's been a delight and everyone go check them out. Tell us where we can find you ladies. We're at spiritually intimate on Instagram, spirituallyintimate.com. If you guys want to check out the apparel that we have available or just get on the list. So you guys are the first people to hear 
care about the frequency infused activewear. Nobody's ever done anything this like this before. So we're so freaking excited to get this shit into people's hands so that we can get feedback on like the experiences that you guys are having. So if you guys want to be first to be able to test out some products like that, especially if you guys want to give us feedback, we're here to learn from you and even make it better for you. So um, that's a great place. And then of course the Spiritually Intimate Conversations podcast. Yay. Awesome guys. Kate, go check them out, buy their stuff, listen to their podcast. We love you ladies. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.